0: Happy New Year, listeners. What is going on, guys? This is Grapples Apples, the podcast that talks about everything, and I do mean everything, from professional wrestling to... World War 3. Oh, my God. Are we heading to it? Well, I hope not, but it sure seems that way. And if it is, we'll still be giving you guys some uh, Grapples to Apples
1: episodes oh on ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> gotta learn, you got to learn Canadian, boy. Do we? I don't know, bro. I might, If it comes a World War 3 and they do a draft, ooh, I'm about to be real Canadian real quick. A- a boots. About, 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 about. about. Um,
0: Hockey stuff, That's bears, it. mooses. Come on, Molson, what? Molson. Molson, Molson, Molson beer, oh, Molson, maple syrup. But, but, but you don't got to worry about that right now. Not yet, because we're still on <laughs> at SoundCloud.com/slash/grapplesapples. That's Grapples, the number two Ooh. apples, Apple Podcasts, or that Google Play Music. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you are listening. Your yeah, boy. As usual, I am one of your hosts. A very better, but still, <laughs> slightly sick, under the weather. Mm, poof, I, 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 I don't even have my own intro anymore. <laughs> it's a very elated Mr. Sunglasses at Night, his, your
1: boy Shades, joined by my hetero life mate. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major England, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because that's who I is. Mr. Mr. Thrill, Senor. I can't even get the words out of my mouth anymore.
0: You're New Year. New Year. Happy New Year, listeners. Hey, brother. Big Sexy. Yes. The, the, the Suburban Boys. My yes. boy Lou. Yes. Uh, the Nephews. Many the Moms. Gosh. The Dads. The Grandmas. Happy New Year to all of you. And as a wrestling fan... Once you hit January 1st, enter New Year here. What's well, right around that beautiful wrestling corner? Rumble Mania. No! You dum dumb! dumb. Well, ow! Wrestle Kingdom! Oh, yeah! Which is going to be happening at 2 a.m. Eastern Time. Can't and wait. we will be watching that. Uh, yes, we will. Cannot wait for that. We got some Wrestle Kingdom predictions for night one. We have some little bit of news, some raw, some SmackDown, and the very first episode of the new year for AEW's Dynamite. Before we can get into
1: any of that, Uh Mister Thrill, Senor, let's ring that bell. So there's not much in the way of news uh, in terms of non WWE or WWE because usually the first week of January. Everyone's gearing up Wrestle Kingdom contracts are are usually being expired and or being negotiated, especially with the Rumble coming up as well, with people have to make a lot of surprise debuts. So in terms of news, this week there's not much. However, there is one man and one woman. One idol, so to speak, mm-hmm. who decided that he didn't want to be alone in his journey through life anymore. And he needed to go through life with somebody with, not pizzazz, not... <laughs> not, <laughs> not not, not with, with with showmanship. Or grace. Not with grace, but with flair. Ooh. Congratulations to Andrade Sian Almas, who was engaged to Ashley Fleer, a.k.a. Charlotte Flair. I'm glad that's not even his real name, though. I think part of his name. I think it's like one of his eight names. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, Latinos. He's one who has like one of those like stereotypical Mexican names. Oh, like yeah, seven dude. names, and I'm sorry, this in there somewhere. But uh, yeah, they um they spent the the day and the night on a boat on a yacht or something, and he put on Twitter, "She said, see," and so congratulations to them as they are now newly engaged. See so there you go. Manuel Alfonso Andrade Oropesa.
0: Okay, so it's sort of like it's in there somewhere. Yeah.
1: I hope they gave him back the this thing. Like I don't like this. I miss like, <clears> Cien <Cien-Omos. throat> But anyway, congratulations to those two. Uh they seem to be very happy. Their social media pages seem to be very happy. Charlotte seems to be like she's over the moon for him. Uh she was saying what's cute is she was saying I think it was like a year ago that they had to communicate using Google Translate Mm -hmm. because his English was so poor. Yeah. And now they can actually talk a little bit better through the relationship, how they both have learned to communicate with each other. I'm like, oh, that's cute. That is cute. Right? So, again, congrats to them. Just learn Spanish, lazy. I mean, I'm sure she's learning Spanish as he's learning English. Okay. At least that. At least I would hope so. Yeah, because that's going to Google Translate (laughs) their their whole relationship. Oh, man. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's the the news in the wrestling world. Let's, mo- let's move on to what we do is our talking points, right? So I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the biggest thing that's happened all week that everyone's been talking about. Oh, uh, Dustin Rhodes, Canadian Destroyer, oh. on the apron oh. after Sami Guevara oh. died. Oh my god, bro! I saw that and I was like, what? Why? Who? Oh when, where, rewind. <laughs> but no, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about one of WWE YouTube's pages most viewed videos of all time.
0: The last time I checked was at
1: 3.4 million. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. The Lana and Lashley wedding, which main event did roll this week. Now... Some people might be into this goofy soap opera stuff. Some of us are not. I personally am not a fan of this. I think this is pure dreck. This is not the first time WWE's done weddings. They like This is nothing new.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's only one wedding that went off without a hitch.
1: The Macho Man. And, and Miss Elizabeth wedding. Yeah. But, like, anyone and everyone knows a wrestling wedding is a wrestling wedding. And we know, like, it's shenanigans will take place it's a matter of how bad how well it's done who does it so on and so forth should
0: we in the future do a top five weddings in WWE history because there's more than five
1: I mean I know my top one already it's Just because of the actual like Stephanie and, yeah, Jeff and Triple H, of H course. That, that's number one at it has to be yeah. not only because of the way it was done but then what it actually meant in reality because it actually turned into something well they were married before that I thought they, they, they got into it because of that angle. Hmm.
0: If I remember correctly, they were already... No, they were already seeing each other at that time, and Vince wasn't happy about it. And then... Gotcha. It, it, it uh, bl- blossomed into
1: the power couple that <clears throat> they are now. So, yeah, so... I wasn't a fan of it. Let's Let's kind of run down... The wedding, as as it was, so we have Lana in her like mini-skirt wedding dress thing, Lashley in his sleeveless his sleeveless tux, his Mac, his, his Mac, Mac tux, his Mac tux. <laughs> and You have the officiant, who's a local actor, who man, this dude made his money because he was fantastic during this. Uh, they're in the, there's a giant cake in the middle of the ring, which. Anyone with half a brain knows Rusev's coming out. Rusev's at in gate. that thing. He's coming out at some point. So they're they're doing the ceremony. The officiant is like how Lana wrote their vows for them for each other. She wrote both hers and and Lashley's, and the whole thing is about like how amazing she is, how lucky she, Rusev. I mean, not not Rusev. How lucky Bobby Lashley is to have her in her his in his life. Just. just constantly talking about how amazing she is. They get to the part, the part that everyone knows about in Weddings. You know, the one that's like, the, the climax of every dumb movie and TV show. If any man or woman have any reason why these two should not be married, speak now forever, hold your peace. So, first comes out some dude. Comes out and he's like, I was Lana's first husband, and then she met Rusev, and she left me for that SOB. So I didn't leave, I didn't actually watch this. Did he have a Russian accent? No. 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 Oh. So he's like, she left me for that SOB, just like she left Rusev for that SOB, talking about Lashley. He's like, and she'll do the same the minute she finds someone bigger and better. Lashley, the guy comes to the ring. Lashley delivers a choke slam, or a spine buster, or a spine slam. It was anyway. Guy's wiped out. Okay, does anybody have reason? Blah 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 blah. Comes out this woman, this woman who hilariously immediately everyone goes to Twitter. Haven't we seen her before? Because mm-hmm. they've used her like three times before in other like squash matches and stuff like that. She comes out that she was Lashley's first wife. People are like, she's hot. That <laughs> yeah, that she met in the, that they met in the military, and what they had was real love, and then blah blah blah. So then Lana Dexter boom, goodbye. Again, anybody have any reason? And then you hear, no 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 no. And who comes down the ramp? Liv Morgan. My first thought was, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> she had just did a, she had just did a vignette earlier in the night, talking about how she was finally ready to debut, like next week. You know her her like shower promos that she's been doing her shower vignettes how, someone used to be, keep her down but, now she's gonna be herself. She comes out here, <laughs> wearing like a weird suit with like half her chest exposed. I Power don't know. suit. Yeah, it was like a a power suit, but like weird cut with a, I don't know, whatever, I don't fashion. So she comes out and she's like, this can't go on. How could you do this? I love you. You know, I I can't, I'm staring at the love of my life in the ring. You know, I didn't know who I was. You helped me find myself all of this past year. You know, how could you do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I have never touched that woman before in my life. And she was like, oh no, 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 no. I'm not talking about you, Bobby. And of course, because wherever they are, the crowd is a bunch of twelve year olds. They're a little like, oh the crowd loses their mind. Like like if they've never heard of the idea of a woman being in love with another woman before. Yeah. Losing it. Talk about Lana. Lana at this point is so furious. She attacks Liv Morgan, and the crowd goes dead silent. Not, no, one not, cares. Not, flat no, no, just No one cares, just flat lines. Flat lines, no one cares.
0: It's not even like, all right, two lesbians going <laughs> no at it. No, it's just... It was like, hey,
1: lesbians! And they start fighting like, oh, lesbians are fighting. No one cares. Then, Rusev tries to pop out of the cake, but he has, a trouble, he has trouble with the cake, so the camera pans over, and you just see the cake trying to come off, and he, like, throws it at, at Lashley, and he come, and then Rusev comes out, they start brawling. The show goes off the air with Liv Morgan and Rusev standing tall over Lashley, and they crying Lana, who, at some point, it looked like she was legitimately fighting. Mm-hmm. She's, like, looking like she's grabbing hair. She kicks Liv Morgan in the face once, like, really hard. Like, she doesn't have concussion problems. Already. Exactly. Liv Morgan is, like, trying to shove her face in the cake. And Lana is resisting. Like, she wants nothing to do with this cake. No. She just got her face done again. She she didn't want to mess it up. So so that was the Lana and Lashley wedding. Now, I've got a couple of thoughts here. More than a couple. Because I could do this all day. But I won't. I was so eager to see where this Liv Morgan thing was going. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Worried about it. Everyone else was the phone had me worried that we're gonna do this Emmelina thing but I was like I wanna see where this goes even the fact that they brought her out the same night as a vignette I liked I was like oh nice swerve you know we don't think it's coming ooh there you go cool Mm -hmm. I'm with it but for her to be a part of this Lana Lashley thing and then for it to be like a a gay angle Mm Mm-hmm. For what? And according to... Shock st- factor. To what I've read back from backstage was this was not supposed to be the plan. That this only happened because Haman was high on Liv and wanted to get Liv into a big spot. So he thought what bigger than putting her in the middle of this. Hmm. <sighs> I'm curious as to what the payoff was supposed to be... If it wasn't supposed to be live, And what Liv Morgan was supposed to be... If it wasn't supposed to be this. And then, of course... The bigger issue... Is... How tone deaf it is... To do this thing... And to have... Lana and Liv Morgan be the ones who do it. A... The fact that your whole punchline... To this whole storyline is... Gay... Like, that's your whole punchline is, lesbian! That, like, this isn't 1997 anymore. This isn't 2003 anymore. That's not a punchline to a joke. Well, Joey uh, Joey Ryan
0: tweeted out, like, almost immediately after it happened, mm-hmm. uh, this is so bad, and the talent isn't at fault. It's the f- it falls on the writers. Using mm-hmm. gay for shock value perpetrates uh, the idea that... It is unusual or odd, which keeps stereotypes alive. No mm-hmm. wonder WWE audience. No, no wonder WWE struggles to find a millennial
1: audience. Mm-hmm. Exactly my point.
0: And, so, and, and he's not wrong. And people are like, uh, they're saying, how can a who's guy. Joey who's Joey Ryan to judge? Who's a guy, guy using a, a 70s porn star type thing, uh, gimmick, to talk about an angle like this? And mm. I was like, what is his gimmick? have to do with anything. Nothing How does this. his gimmick um, make his word
1: mean any less? And his gimmick has zero to do with the LGBT community. Exactly. So, it's just false. But then, like, on top of what bothers me, and clearly it bothers the, the person I'm about to mention, is when Darren Young came out, Stephanie McMahon was like, yeah, we're going to be more inclusive, we're going to start making storylines that feature LGBTQ uh, characters and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you do a storyline that involves two women who are, are theoretically a lesbian couple, and you use two straight women instead of—I oh, don't know Sonia Deville, who's your only openly gay female superstar on the roster.
0: I mean, Liv and Lana are are good friends.
1: Yes, but your actual your actual gay wrestler, who's been pitching to you guys, hey, Mandy and I want to do this gay angle. You're gonna pass on that and use Liv and Lana. Can you hear
0: Vince now. No, gay angle on SmackDown. No thanks. Doesn't make any sense.
1: Raw. We need that. I like, I hate to say this, but w- what? Because she's not a blonde. If Sonya Deville was a blonde, would we have gotten the, the Mandy and, and Sonya Deville angle that they wanted to play? That they worked for one week and then it went away? I
0: don't know. If you got, like, a John Ritter-type character into that uh, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville thing, you had the Three's Company thing. <laughs> and, you know, let's say... Let's use Otis, because Otis has got hmm. this thing with Mandy right now. Mm-hmm. Otis is trying to get with Mandy. Mm-hmm. Mandy's trying to get... With nobody really, uh, Mandy's oblivious. L- let's <laughs> let, let's have Mandy be the dumb blonde, and you have uh, Sonia eyeing for Mandy as well. And then there's just like turmoil between the man, Sonia, vying fighting for Mandy Mandy's attention affection.
1: and yeah.
0: affection. Mm-hmm. That would be not as entertaining, but it would still be something different Mm. as opposed to what we're getting now with this literally three-month promo thing that they've been going on, this three-month segment that they've had going on with Lana and Rusev and Bob Lashley. And now you throw Liv Morgan into this, who was drafted to SmackDown. (laughs) Let's not forget this. She was drafted to SmackDown. Doesn't matter to Vince. Keep her off TV. Who cares? She had a magic
1: in... Uh, She had a one-day feud with Charlotte. Uh, That's where this all started for her. She had that magic with Charlotte, and then she started to, like, oh, I have to change, I have to be more serious, blah, 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 blah. Went off TV, started doing these vignettes that she's changed. And now her change is that she's gay. This was perfect—a perfect time to have
0: Brie Wyatt have a following, similar to what the Dark Order is doing mm-hmm. in AEW right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they're recruiting, mm-hmm. recruiting subliminally. Mm-hmm. Not you know not subliminal,
1: but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And then Liv could have been that first sister Abigail. Which is what everybody wanted. Everybody wanted it to be live to be a Sister Abigail or some sort of something like for incarnation Bray. of her. Like, like Bray did some his his
0: voodoo fiend magic right. and put this the spirit of Sister Abigail into live Liv live. Morgan instead of him dressing up in
1: drag to play Sister Abigail. Right. Look, I honestly. I know everyone wanted it to be Sister Abigail. I don't care one way or the other, to be honest. Mm. If they did the Sister Abigail thing, cool. If not, whatever. I just wish that they put some effort into it. Like they looked like they were going to rebuild her, and I was like, cool, awesome, let's do that. Let's find something for Liv to do. But this just this man. Whoa!
0: If this goes on longer, we're gonna get oh a-
1: you didn't hear that this is going on to Mania? The plan is to is to carry this through Mania. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. That's the word
1: on the street. Because why? Because the ratings for this are insane. When they, apparently on the live numbers, they spiked. Just for the segment. People are tuning in for this garbage. This is the problem. This is the problem. When you have lowest common denominator garbage like this... And people are, are tuning in in droves because they like their garbage TV, like Real Housewives, like the something of hip hop or the loving hip hop, yeah, that thing, stuff like that. Well, can you blame Vince?
0: <sighs> I mean, and Vince
1: it... loves this. Vince loves this, and it's making and it, and it's, and the ratings are gangbusters. Where's This isn't going anywhere. This is Vince's wet dream. You could have had let go to the Rumble latest.
0: Ended in a tag
1: team match. Nope. And that's it. Let's just go into Mania. Because the ratings are there and because Vince loves it.
0: This is going to end with Lana versus uh, Liv in an m- intergender tag team match. I can see that. And Lana's going to turn on Bob Lashley. No. No. It, she's going too far. Nope. It's going to happen. I don't think so. It's going to happen. Because she's going to remember Rusev and them coming out on the tank and this and that. And they're going to fall in love again. Doesn't
1: make sense for the way her character... The direction her character is going, that's not... It doesn't make sense. What character? She's a one-note character. She's, she's, all she cares about is herself. They took what was once a three-dimensional character in Lana and Rusev. When she was the Ravishing Russian...
0: And Rusev didn't see anything, and she was the mouthpiece? hmm
1: Perfect. I think Rusev Day was best. With the I'm three talking, of I'm them.
0: Heel, I'm talking about heel, talking about heel-wise.
1: Okay. I'm talking about in terms of, like, character work, and in terms of what you can do with that character. The three of them together was, was perfect. I don't need gimmicky Ru- uh, Rusev all the time,
0: though. You know, like, like, Ru- like the Bulgarian brute was... Th- that was enough for me. Sure, Rusev Day was cool. I ain't gonna front.
1: I got a Rusev Day shirt, but I just think there was more to work with there. Whether it's heel or face, the three of those together, the three of them together, there's more to work with. I don't think they trust Aiden English. That's no. Thing. Well, Vince does. If Vince didn't think of it, mm-hmm. and he doesn't trust Aiden English, and he doesn't want Lashley mm-hmm. and Lana being what they were without him being the one to put them there. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Because who has a bigger ego than Vince McMahon? Nobody. The answer is nobody. I don't know, man. The president of the United States is a... Oh, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. So, let's... let's. you have any other points for Raw? Because... No, I just... I mean, this is... I really feel bad for Sonya Deville. Because apparently, again, <sighs> she and Mandy Rose have been pushing to do this storyline with the two of them. Mm-hmm. And do you remember that one week, like months ago, where like they had that moment? Yeah, that was the them—the les- lesbian charged moment. Yeah, that was that was them trying to get Vince and company to let them do that storyline, and Vince—he just like nah, never mind. Reneged on it. Never looked back. Could you imagine being Sonya Deville and being the only openly gay wrestler on your roster? Going to your boss, hey listen, I really want to do this storyline with my best friend. We can, you know, start to incorporate LBGT you know, people, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Eh, I don't know, 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 okay, fine boss. And then you turn around and there's someone else doing a lesbian storyline with two women who are straight. Yep, you like oh, I re I feel for Sonya Deville I really do. She's got to be so angry, like the tweets that her and, and Sonya and then and the Mandy Rose put up that were like, just emoji faces. Mm-hmm. You could tell that that was them just going, I can't say anything else. So I'm just gonna put an emoji face here because I like my job. <sighs> anyway, move on. <laughs>
0: Let's move to AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. Because we had NXT, but NXT was just a recap
1: and uh, an award show. I wonder who's going to win the ratings this year. I mean, this week. I'm sorry? I wonder who's going to win the ratings this week.
0: I don't... Actually, I didn't
1: even check who won the ratings this I week. Mean, I figured it was going to be, like, last week, before then. Hmm. No, it's not going to be a complete, like, shutout. Why? Who's who's watching a repeat episode of NXT? WWE marks. Ugh. God.
0: Anyway. So, Dynamite starts off with the three men in the booth introducing Taz as their, get, like, like special guest commentator. Filling in for Shivani. Filling in uh, for Shivani, who's on uh, assignment, on, on assignment as they, they unquote called unquote. it. And you had, I'm not going to go through the whole night, but you had w- what I thought was almost... Pay per view quality matches mm-hmm.
1: on there. They really wanted it to feel like a special night.
0: I mean, you had the Fatal Four Way between uh, Riho defending the title, uh, Britt Baker, mm-hmm. Nyla Rose, mm-hmm. and. Hello, I'm sorry? Shida. Shida. I keep saying Kushida in my head, and I was
1: like, nope, wrong guy. Rokushida. Rokushida. So. And it's funny because everyone, everyone thought, the first shot that they have to take that belt off of Riho, they're going to do it, and they didn't. They, and this is her best match she's had in a long time. But this is what this
0: match was. It wasn't a bad match. Mm-hmm. They were kind of a little clunky in different parts, but that was because they were trying to incorporate weapons in, uh, into mm-hmm. the match. And it's mm-hmm. like one. That's not what a woman's match usually is. So it's different to see that. Which I like. Yeah, no, it's, I, I like it as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and this was definitely meant to serve Nyla, uh, Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. 100%, this was meant to, rem- to remind everyone that Nyla Rose is a thing. Because she's the one who had most of the big spots. And even though she didn't win... She's the one who stood tall at the end of the match. Yeah, because she uh,
0: put Riho through the uh, the, through the, table. the table. And I thought somebody was going to come in and make the save. Mm-hmm. That did not happen. Not even a little bit. And I was like, okay. And uh, w- what's her name? Statlander? Yeah. Is going to be facing Riho uh, next week for the championship. Mm-hmm. One would think... Rhea was dropping the belt now. I mean, she's. Hurt. I don't think so. That's a Statlander.
1: Not the Statlander. Statlander's not there yet. Okay. She's not ready yet.
0: Somebody needs to drop the belt. Like they need. A,
1: they need. Um. I can see Rio dropping it soon. They need a hook. Maybe a revolution. But she's not dropping it next week. It's a Statlander. Statlander's not there yet. Uh, I don't know, man. They They need a hook right now, and. Riho isn't it. Well, Britt might be going heel. Because she got in Rio's face where, I think this, I'm trying to remember if it was before or after the match, and she's like, you know, you're never here. I'm here every week. You know, you just show up and that's fine. And you have your one match and you're fine. But I'm here busting my butt every week, blah, 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 blah. She's not wrong. She's not. And she's like in Rio's face and Riho's just like, oh, Oh, I don't know. So. Don't don't do that voice. I don't know. I don't know what that voice was. But, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see Brick go heel, and that might put some juice into that division.
0: I mean, they have a very
1: small pool of faces right now. Statlander's a face. Baker's a face. Riho's a face. face. Shauna's a face. (coughs) Sheeta can go either way. Um, I really thought they
0: were going to put the belt on Sheeta.
1: That's what I thought too. I really thought they were going to put the belt on Sheeta, but they didn't. I think they bought half and half on heel and fist. Allie's a heel now. Kong is a heel. Brandy's a heel. Brandy's a heel. Um, um Priestley's a heel. Pri- yep, me, Priestley's a heel. The, um, the Freddie Mercury chick is a heel. Is she? And she's been working heel every match. She's a b- time um, pretty unofficial tag team partner.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So next
0: we get Cody versus Darby Allen, which mm. is their rematch from Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fall? Fu- Fighter Fest. It was definitely Fighter Fest. Okay. And again, another good match. Darby Allen just showing the world
1: Hey. I'm pretty good at this. And he's dude, he is over. Oh yeah, he is. Darby Allen is over. Yeah, he is The fact that there was dueling chance of Darby and Cody. Whew. That's big boy stuff.
0: He's a young kid. He's got the face paint. He's
1: willing to put his body on the line and that's what hardcore fans love. Yeah. He actually hit the coffin drop on the apron this this time. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: they were trying to say that Cody put his knees up, but I was like, no. They, yeah, yeah,
1: I didn't really. What I, I, so, you mentioned that. I kind of like. Not, I'm not, okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that again. I like the fact that they had Arn Anderson come out as the head coach of mm-hmm. the Nightmare family. So a, that makes it really feel sport esque. Like, Cody Rhodes has a training team. They're called the Nightmare Family. Arn is the head coach of that team. Cody comes out for a match. His his coach is there, and his coach is what won him the match. Cause he knees up, knees up, without even looking, puts his knees up. One two three. That gets him the W. If this was a boxing match or an MMA fight, that's exactly how that would go. Yeah. They all have their 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 workout teams that they usually have nicknames for. The corners, yeah. Then you have your corner guys, they come out with their coaches and whatever, and their coaches yelling stuff at them, and either they listen or they don't, and it does or does not help them win a match. I was like, "Okay, that's cool. I want to see how it plays out. I hope it doesn't become like a heel thing, cuz it wasn't a heel thing." Arn didn't interfere with the ref or anything. He was just yelling to Cody, put your knees up, put your knees up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what gave Cody the advantage to win. So, as long as it stays that way, I'm totally cool with it. As long as it stays with, like, you know, they're in the middle of the match or something, and then Arn says something to Cody, and Cody gives him a, head, like, a nod, and then something changes in the way Cody's performing in the ring, dude, I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how they play it, but as of right now, I'm I'm feeling and I'm digging this whole head coach thing being ringside. I was the opposite. Okay.
0: Uh, I I was like, okay, if it was just Arn Anderson, sort of mentoring Cody, fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, to have the whole um, uh, coach of the Nightmare Family, I'm just like, all right. If you don't come out with any other member of the Nightmare Family, then what's the point of being the head coach? I
1: mean, he has in the past. He's come out with Tommy Dreamer. He's come out with um, GDP. He's come out with other wrestlers that he is considered the Nightmare Family, like MJF. Back before he turned on them, so on and so forth. They all come out in the jacket. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm interested. I'm not gonna
0: completely
1: poop poo poo it. This.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it stew and see how it mm-hmm. how, how it how it goes from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm right, but just right now I'm not. Okay, that's I'm not, fair. I'm not filling it. That's fair. And then we have MJF laying out his sp- his, stipulations sp- his stipulations for Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody, which. Taz all night Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes and he He kept saying himself. yeah now at this point because I was still recovering from sickness I actually fell asleep midway Mm. through um AEW Dynamite, Mm. so I didn't get to see MJF's actual terms of
1: agreement Mm -hmm. did you Caught the first two or three, and then I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I wasn't really feeling it, mm-hmm. so I was not paying attention.
0: So, w- let's let's pause on the AEW break, uh, on the AEW Dynamite stuff right now. And I, I like that you said that I'm not feeling it. Because mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks now, watching Dynamite, I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, right, right now, it's just like, there's nothing like hooking me in. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I mean, I'm not changing the channel to watch NXT, mm-hmm. even though um, NXT hasn't put, been putting on good, like, great product for mm-hmm. like the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. There's nothing hooking me to Dynamite right now, mm-hmm. which is not good. Because they're going to, if they're losing me, who's a big AEW supporter. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get those NXT guys onto your product.
1: Yeah. So what I liked about what they did this week is that I feel like... I feel like they did a hard reset. <clears throat> I think they said, okay, we took the week off for Christmas. We're making this the big, you know, homecoming episode. It's on New Year's Day in Jacksonville, which is our, you know, pseudo home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, let's, let's do it up. They reset the, the, the rankings... They recentered on what made AEW good in ring wrestling. Mm-hmm. That was the focus of this week. Like we had the the Sammy Guevara promo. We had the Jericho Moxley thing, and I can't think of any other. Oh, and we had, like, the um, the Hangman backstage stuff with Private Party. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was just straight, go out and put on a good wrestling match. I'm fine with that, right? But we need story. <clears throat> 100%. Which is why they sprinkled in some story. I think they're trying, they're trying to, like you said, and I think they understand, I think they know that they've fallen off a little bit. They're trying to get their footing back under themselves. Which is another thing that I wanted to mention and I'm happy about was that a lot of people were complaining that the elite were losing too much. Everyone's like, look, we get it, you don't wanna WCW this, but we came to watch you guys succeed. Yeah. And you guys aren't succeeding. Yeah. You guys are treating Kenny the way WWE was supposedly gonna treat Kenny. We want to see you guys succeed. And so, I think they made a point to go, okay, let's reset, let's focus on wrestling, and let's start giving ourselves some W's. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the Elite family won this week. Yeah. The Bucks won their match, Dustin Rhodes won his match. the Elite won their match. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, the Elite won their match, and Dustin won his match.
0: hmm
1: Cody won his match. And Cody won his match. And at the end of the night, the Elite were celebrating in the ring together. Mm-hmm. After the Elite won, Cody and Dustin came down to the ring and they were celebrating. Hangman, who was on commentary, they're like, yo, come down, come on, come on, come on. Like, what do you, like, yo, let's let's celebrate. And he's like, no, I didn't do anything. This is your time. You do you. So that way they're still playing that storyline. Mm-hmm. But we're also starting to get what we're all here to see, mm-hmm. which is the Elite be the Elite. Yeah. So I'm, I like the direction they're going in, but I do agree that they're not... They're not there yet. Yeah. They lost some of that spunk, I think, since full gear. After full gear, they fell off a little bit. They're trying to regain their footing, and I think we're on the right page, on the right path. Mm -hmm. I want to see where we're going now. Okay.
0: I mean, like we said, NXT was a recap show, but we do have the... Excuse me, teams for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. So frustrating
1: that they're allowed to call it that. All because legally, they denied AEW and Cody the copyright and trademark to Dusty Rhodes because it's too similar to Dustin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. So that's why either one, either company, can now use the word Dusty or Dusty Rhodes for anything. Hmm. And It's so frustrating.
0: So Dusty <laughs> leeches. The Dusty Rhodes Classic, Ugh. a tag team classic, you have <clears throat> Imperium, uh, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner taking on the Forgotten Sons, Wesley Blake, Blake and Steve Cutler, S- Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn taking on Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, mm-hmm. the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Kushida and a partner to, to be named... named the uh, the UK tag team champions Gallus, Mark Coffey and uh, Wolfgang taking on the NXT tag team champions the Undisputed Era
1: <laughs> which is
0: Kyle O'Reilly and
1: Bobby Fish. Fish so that is the brackets, teams I hate that they have Imperium versus Forgotten Sons because I want them both to advance Yeah. I want the Forgotten Sons to start doing some stuff in NXT proper, but Imperium is Imperium. Imperium cannot be eliminated in the first round. That's Walter Stable. Who? Walter, sorry. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: you have two heels going off against each other. Right. And you have two faces going off against each other. Right. In the same... Side of the bracket. Side of the bracket. Why? Why? Why not have the Forgotten Sons versus Flash Morgan Webster? Mhm. Uh.
1: You know what? This this bracket's hard, man. This bracket is hard. They should have put the Forgotten Sons versus um mm. Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Yeah, but then who would advance? Forgotten Sons.
0: You're going to have Pete Dunne lose. For the Forgotten Sons And it's not even Jackson Riker tagging You know Yeah I know But like
1: Yeah Yeah But they're not a real tag team You know That's their excuse Miscommunication My riddle accidentally Hits Pete Dunne With a A running knee Or something I don't know Hmm No Oh i Forgotten Sons
0: Pulling for you guys and to close out our weekly Wrestle Talk. Oh, copyright infringement! No, not Wrestle Talk. The the, uh,
1: Support the Wrestle Talk. <laughs> uh,
0: to close out the weekly wrestling talk before we go into our predictions. Have
1: Ollie Davis come down here from the UK and start beating people up.
0: We are back. At the Uso Penitentiary. Yo! Ah, and they got they got a big pop from you and I. Yeah, man. Sporting new haircuts.
1: That's what that made me sad. But still, I love the Uso's. Uso's are back to make
0: a run and save to save uh, the big dog, their cousin. Roman. From eating dog food for the second time in six weeks or something like
1: that. Wrestlemania. Roman versus Baron. Loser eats dog food. Psych. Because everyone thinks Roman's winning the Rumble. Yep. I hope not. No, I hope not either. Anyway, point is... Ooh, souls. so... So let back. It's just fun. Day one ish been down since. Day one... Ish. Sorry. It's just... It gives SmackDown a uh, much-needed shot in the arm for tag teams. Yeah.
0: So we're just going to get the Usos versus um, the Revival, the Usos versus the New Day over and over and over again.
1: Well, oh, I'm so happy the Usos are back.
0: And they can't turn heel.
1: No. No. It's okay. Go, Usos. All right. So, as usual, shades. What was of professional wrestling? There are some good seeds. There are some definite bad seeds. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the beautiful tree and garden that is professional wrestling. So let's talk about our good seeds and bad seeds for the week. I... Let me see if I can remember my good seeds and bad seeds. My good seed is AEW listening to their fans and moving in the right direction. Fans were unhappy that the Elite was losing so much. They said, "Okay, heard you loud and clear." They're starting to move in that direction. I like that. My bad seed for the week is why are you gonna do live Morgan like this, man? Everything surrounding Liv Morgan and this whole. I'm not talking about the Lana and Rusev thing and Lashley. Whatever. Do whatever you want with that wedding. It's stupid. But the whole gay thing with Liv Morgan. Dumb. Bad. Bad. Bad WWE.
0: Chance. Oh, I mean, you usually we go good see, good see, bad see, bad see. I'm sorry. I just.
1: I, I wanted to get it out.
0: Well, lucky for you. I don't have a good seed this
1: week. <laughs> <clears throat> my good seed would be Is that Wrestle that Kingdom. Not even Adam Cole Baybay winning like 5 awards at the NXT awards. No. Okay. My my good seed would
0: be that we get to watch Wrestle Kingdom, but that would be my good seed for next week. Yeah. I have two bad seeds this week. Two bad seeds this week. Okay. And they're both from AEW. Oh no. My first bad seed. AEW's production team. Get it together. What did I miss? Uh, The sound quality was really bad. Really? Yeah, in the beginning. Uh, When Justin Roberts was doing introductions, his mic wasn't being picked up for the TVs. It was only being picked up for the arena.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. I actually thought I was like, oh wow, their music actually is loud for once. So I can actually hear their music. No. Wow. Okay. Different experiences. Okay.
0: Um, my second bad seed uh is the the goat, the Hall of Famer that he is, mm-hmm. Jim Ross. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I feel like it's just the ramblings of a senile old man. <laughs> and he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Other times, just like... He, he he can't call the match. He's just spouting out his normal Jim Ross catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Barbecue in Oklahoma and whatnot. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Excalibur, pretty good. Taz, let him learn the the people. I like oh, the chemistry, though, the three of them. Yeah. I, I just need, I don't know. I don't, I don't need JR there as much anymore. Like the problem is... He's
1: souring on me. The problem is that we're in a place in, in a promotion where we appreciate the actual ins and outs of professional wrestling. And like Excalibur being a, a former wrestler and all that, he knows the moves. Mm-hmm. He'll call the right moves at the right time. junior doesn't know it. Like, I think there was at one point this week where topé con hilo. Yeah, he goes. Is that a tube? is that is that a two? Is that a, is that what that is? Is that a topé? And I yeah. was like, oh, I like, come Gerard, on, man. Come it's on. Like he, <laughs> you, you know what a topé is. You've seen it enough. You've been doing this for like a hundred years, bro. Come like that. That hurt my soul when he legit asked. What is that? Is that a tope? I swear I cringe. I said, "Oh!" Like my, my body curled. I was like, "Ah, oh, no, Jr. Grr. Mm-hmm. So I I yeah, uh, yeah. No argument from me. Okay, cool. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> Those are my two bad seeds.
1: Okay, fair enough. Now let's move on to what everyone's been waiting for. Uh,
0: I've been waiting for this. I mean, I feel like I'm losing my voice right now. But
1: all right. So so let's <clears throat> let's. Let me let this, let this. Tonight, tomorrow, two nights, back to back, or yeah, two nights in well, Japan, it's in the night. Wrestle Kingdom 14, live from the Tokyo Dome, for the first time on two nights. Mm-hmm. Now, the way we're doing predictions this week, this week, this year for Wrestle Kingdom, because it's two nights, and because some of the results of night one... <laughs> are going to have severe bearings on night two, what we're going to do is, while keeping night two in mind, we're only making predictions for night one right now. Tomorrow, when we do our recap reaction for night one, we'll do our predictions for night two. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, with that said, there are three scheduled pre-show matches no one of them two. is set to be a dark match yes um so that won't be aired live but I think it's important to note that it will be on the card it's a stardom special match exactly and those of you who might remember the company that owns New Japan this year early this year also now owns stardom so I love that they're doing this and putting these women on the Wrestle Kingdom stage mm mm-hmm. So, kickoff pre-show match number one, the dark match, the Joshi Girls. Mayu Iwatami and Ariza Hoshiki versus Julia and Hana Kimura. I'm not super familiar with all of these women. The only one I really know is Mayu Iwatami.
0: And that's who I'm going to go so with. So that's also. who I'm going yeah.
1: with. But, again, I'm happy that they're going to be there. Doing their thing in front of this crowd. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this... Encourages more of this.
0: So, our second match of the night, and I'm trying to get the glare off my glasses the right (laughs) way. Uh, We have uh, the Great Bash Heel, Tomokai uh, Honma and uh, Togi Uh, Maccabee. I gotta take my glasses off. I said, just take the shades off, bro. Yeah, this is a rough one. What is this? This is an eight man tag match. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh they're teaming with Yoda, Suji and Wait, how many guys are in here? Okay, yeah. So Great. Bash was, was, yeah, Yuya one, yeah. uh Yumura. That's what I forgot. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So the Great Bash heels uh Yuya Yamura and Yoda. X- R- yeah.
1: With Yuya... sorry, good. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My, my bad fam. I'm trying to help. Like, it's rough. Yeah,
0: it, it is rough. Uh, and Yoda Suji taking on uh, Tao Hanara, Hanari, 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 uh, Alice Coughlin. I know a name like that. <laughs> Clark Connors and
1: Carl Fredericks. Now, for those of you who went, hey, those last two names sounded quite Anglo. Mm-hmm. That's because these are guys who are currently part of New Japan's LA Dojo. So we have basically young lions. Of Japan's dojo versus the young lions of the American dojo. Correct. Which, which is why I'm going American no dojo. Romeo. I just
0: noticed. No,
1: that. no, no, no. Hold on, night two. No, it's a Gauntlet match, of night two.
0: Oh, you suck. <laughs> I'm
1: going. Uh, I'm going to LA Lions. Same. I feel like you're trying to boost up your American squad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let the Americans go over. Next, we have uh, Tenkozhi, which features uh, Hiroshi Tenzen and Satoshi Kojima versus Yuji Nagata and Nakanishi. I'm going to go Yuji Nagata's team. I wa- I'm want. i going to go Yuji Nagata and Nakanishi.
0: I think for the pre-show, we're going to stay the same, so I'm going uh, Nagata's team also. Okay. Um, I was going to pick Tenzen, but... Right? My,
1: my first inclination... I feel Yuji
0: like Nagata doesn't win anything anymore. <laughs> so he has to win this match.
1: My first inclination was to go with Tenzin and I was like, eh, nah, let's go Nagata. Let's go Nagata.
0: Alright, so... The first... First match proper is the last match for this man. Jushin... Well, his second to last.
1: He has a match on, on 92 also.
0: Well, I'm saying his last pay-per-view. Kingdom is his last... Oh, game as a whole. Yeah, it's a hole. Yeah, a hole. hole. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, I'm not talking about like Tonight, okay, as a whole, because he has a match on, on both sides. Jushin Thunder Liger is penultimate go-home match, uh, you know, farewell match. Teaming up with uh, Tsumi Fuji- uh, Fujinami, uh, the Great Sasuke, and Tiger Mask, with El Samurai taking on the team of uh Kai Sano, mm-hmm. Shinjiro Otani, <coughs> Tesh. Tetsuhito, mm-hmm. Takawa, and uh, Ryuki Taguchi. Everybody's favorite rugby player. <laughs> uh, does Liger win tonight to go on his back tomorrow? That's exactly what
1: I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Because... Vets go out on their back. Because he's an old school guy. but do, does But you want to celebrate him also. So you let him win this nothing match on night one t- to celebrate Yeah, you know his what? I'm career. going Liger's team. And then he's... on That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm going Liger's team. Same. Just to go opposite the, the next night, for yeah. sure. Yep. All right. Next up, another eight-man tag match. We have Los Ingobernables de Japon. Evil, Sonata, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi. Versus Suzuki-gun. Minoru Suzuki, Chi. Zack Sabre Jr. and El Desperado. This should be a fun one. It is gonna be a fun um, one. Um, hmm. You know who I'm going for already? Yeah, because those are your boys. You know what? Okay, I'll go. I'll go opposed. I'm gonna go Suzuki goon Go with your boy Zack Sabre Jr. That's what I'm saying. I'm. I'm I like ZSJ. Minor Suzuki scares me. I'm kind of on the fence anyway. So I'll. I'll go against you. To go against you, I'll go Suzuki goon Okay,
0: so again. I'm going L I J, for obvious reasons. That team is stacked, bro.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Evil Sonata Takagi Ibushi. Speaking of another stacked team, Chaos: Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, everybody's f- favorite Stone Pibble, Tomohiro Ishi, uh Toriano, and Yoshihashi taking on the b- b- Bullet Club. Bad luck, Fale. uh Matty Bizzle, Double Z, Double E. <laughs> that's Chase Owens for you guys who don't know the IW well former IWGP heavyweight champion right? Junior heavyweight champion Kenta at Yujiro Yujiro Takahashi Hmm. I love Ishii but I'm not going against Jay White's club I'm going bullet club
1: I'm going chaos because I think Kenta's going to win on the next night. Okay. So Kenta has a title on the line on night two. Mm. I don't think Kenta's going to win both. He's the open weight champion, right? Never openweight. Never open weight. not yeah. the, the junior heavyweight. No, Takahashi is a former okay. junior heavyweight champion. But Chase Owens is going to eat the pen. That's what he's there for. That's what Yoshihashi's there for also. But this is Chase Owens, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Chaos on this one. I'm going uh, Bizzle. I'm going Bizzle. (laughs) I'm going Bizzle Club. You know what? Yeah, I'm going Bizzle Club. Bizzle Club is great. All right. Next. Now we go into the stakes matches. Man, this is... Now we get into... All right, this is what we came here for. Mm -hmm. For the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Defending champions, Gorillas of Destiny... Tongaloa and Tomatonga versus Finn Juice, one of the worst names in wrestling history, Juice Robinson and David Finley. Who you got, and why? I feel like
0: the like God's been tag team champions for a long time now. Seventeen years. <laughs> I think Finn Juice takes the belts. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta see night two real quick. So, I think I read somewhere. That G.O.D. has not won at Wrestle Kingdom in years, if not ever.
0: thought they won last year.
1: G.O.D.? Yeah. Better remember. Either way, considering that Juice Robinson is a part of this whole U.S. title thing, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with G.O.D. to retain.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're going against each other now. Mm-hmm. Next match, in a Texas death match for the IWGP United States Championship. This match can only be won by a 10 count, knockout, or submission.
1: A 10 count knockout.
0: Oh, I thought it was a 10 count, like, they're outside the rank for things. I, no, the TKO. I, okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. So it's TKO, technical knockout. Mm-hmm. Or submission. No pinfalls. Lance Archer versus John Moxley. John, yeah. I think Moxley wins it tonight to drop it to Juice tomorrow. So I go Moxley. I agree. Yeah, I I'm agree. We're
1: going Moxley. Yep, makes sense. Next up for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. That's not it. What? IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> you said IW weight junior. Did I? IWGP <laughs> Junior Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go. I'm so excited because of who this match involves. Yes. The defending champion, the aerial assassin, Will Osprey, versus Haruma Takahashi. Who you got, and why?
0: Whoa. Takahashi's uh, is L.I.J. Okay. And I'm not going against him. So I'm going Takahashi.
1: Well, I can't go against Will Ospreay. So then, th- then it's settled. <laughs> so then it's settled. Fair enough.
0: In our penultimate match for night one, mm-hmm. Jay White, the defending IWGP Intercontinental
1: Champion, Year?
0: taking on Tetsuya Naito.
1: Naito! Now, remember, the winner of this match
0: faces the winner, faces of, the winner the of the
1: main match. event of the next match in the double rush for gold. Double? The double gold, gold dash, dash, sorry. Yeah. And the loser of this match faces the loser of the following match. Which, who cares? Like, right, right, who cares
0: about the loser,
1: you know? Hmm. Storyline-wise, I'm sure it'll matter, but in terms of predictions, meh, yeah, meh. Yeah. So this is where it gets tricky, because you have to factor in everything. Does White win, and then if he wins, who's he facing, Okada versus Obushi? If he wins tonight and Obushi wins, does he beat Obushi? If Okada wins, does he beat Okada? Or is he there to eat a loss, either one of those two? Same thing with Naito. If Naito wins, well, he's got the storyline with Okada, so if Okada wins and Naito wins, then you have that. Then you have Obushi, because he has that also. You really gotta factor in all four of these storylines. Mm
0: hmm. Also, my is love. Why
1: Japan so good at three?
0: My love for both Jay White and Tetsuya Naito. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, you must really be torn here. Yeah,
0: I am. Yeah, but you look like. Naito's your boy, though. Yeah, I know. But I have two Jay White shirts.
1: Yeah, but. You have, like, your classic. You're the one who's been by your side for years. The one that you have history with. And then you have the new chick. Yeah,
0: she's sexy and flashy right I now. No, that uh, mustache is really off putting. Like his whole face right now is, is your pug. Yeah,
1: man. He looks like a pirate. Like him and Brian Boyle circa 2013.
0: He looks like what I expect Paul Burchill would look like if he was still doing the pirate gimmick. <laughs> I, I, you pick first. I need you to pick
1: first. Oh! Okay. I'm gonna go Nitel. I'm going Naito. A, I like him more than Jay White. B, I think there's more. There are more stories to tell with Naito winning. Because if Naito wins today, I mean tonight at night one, he regains the title that he resents. He doesn't really care about, but he's using it just so he can get to the main event of night two, which he's been waiting for. And if Okada wins, then he gets to redeem himself versus Okada. We've been, lo- we've been waiting for Naito versus Okada for years for Naito to take that off of Okada. Well,
0: they fought two years ago.
1: Yeah, and he didn't win then. For years, everyone's been expecting Naito to beat Okada, and it hasn't happened yet. Is this the year that Naito finally takes Okada? I hope not. But I think there's a lot more stories to tell with Naito winning. But what do I know? New Japan's better at this than I am. I, I... At the end of the day, it comes down to I like Naito more than I like Jay White.
0: I'm... Uh, uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Alright, so we're together on this, we're together on this, uh, we're different on this. I just feel like this. the only way that White wins this, this is so
1: that he can lose on night two. We're different on this, we're the same on this.
0: So there's three here that are different. Four that are different. Uh, you know what? I, to... For the sake of having just a case a tiebreaker, you and Jay, I'm going Jay White.
1: Okay. Whatever. However, you have to rationalize it for yourself, buddy.
0: <laughs> I want to pick Naito because I want I I, want, I have a, a sweep for Lij. Mmm. You think Lij is going to
1: sweep Wrestle Kingdom?
0: I think so. Oof. At least night one.
1: Oofale. they're
0: going to win the eight man. Uh, Takahashi wins the uh, junior heavyweight, and then mm. Naito wins the IC. Okay. That's what I think. But I'm still going to go Jay White. I'm happy either <laughs> way. Yeah, wins. yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, you can't lose here. Is the music you? Yeah, it's you. The main event of night one. The winner of the G1 Climax, Kota Ibushi, using his contract to face and fight for the IWGP Heavyweight championship versus the reigning champion, the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada!
0: I said this before, and I'm going to stick to my guns.
1: I am going Koda Obushi. You and like 95% of the wrong wrestling community. Thinks that this is Obushi's year.
0: Once I said Obushi was going to win the, G1, the climax. G1 climax, and he did, and I said he's going to beat Okada, and he did. I mean, not yet, but
1: he will. It's Oka- I can't go against. No, no, Okada. Okada! I, it's, I think it's Obushi. Okada, Okada, Okada. So we're going
0: Obushi, you're going Okada. Yeah. Okay. So this sets up a very interesting night two in our brackets if it, yeah, happens.
1: See, because to me that then gives you Naito versus Okada in night two. Yeah, but it also gives you Naito versus Ibushi, who had a banger of a match.
0: Um, at well, the, you picked Jay White versus Ibushi. Well, I, I'm saying for like in terms of yours, mm-hmm. for me you have a different story to tell with Jay White and and Kota Ibushi, who Jay White said Kota Ibushi's. Um, Whole like demeanor now fits perfectly with the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm.
1: So who knows? <clears throat> I just feel like there's no fire there. I feel like of all the potential matchups, that has the least amount of fire on there's it. There's absolutely zero heat with that. Right. I feel like Jay White versus Okada makes sense. Okada took it off of Jay White. Jay White wants it back. Fine. Naito versus Okada tells itself. Naito versus Abushi even. But I feel like Jay White versus Abushi has nothing. Yeah but I don't know we'll see we only time will tell what time a few hours literally like four hours I'm wow, so hyped. so yeah that's night one of Wrestle Kingdom 14 oh my god I've been waiting like a whole year for this it's insane and it's so I was so concerned when they said it would be two nights I was like I don't know it's gonna feel watered down how are you gonna be two nights blah 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 they found a way to make two nights feel just as important back to back nights mm-hmm. ugh
0: Can't wait. Bart Scott's getting his own show also. Is he really? Yeah, on the radio. It's getting the Stephen A. Smith uh, 1 o'clock time slot.
1: Oh, God. On uh, ESPN New York. Anyway, that is going to wrap up our weekly episode of Grapples to Apples. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com. slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples the number two. two. Apples. You can listen to us on Google Play Music, or on Apple Podcasts, doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages, that's facebook.com and twitter.com such Grapples apples again that's grapples the number two. two, apples, like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you gotta do to put us in as many ears and eyes as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined by my st- Still a little sick, but getting better. Hetero life, mate.
0: Man the hour, man with power. Too sick to be sour still.
1: <laughs> Cream of the crap. Right to the top. Yeah, boy. Shades. We will catch you tomorrow, night, morning, afternoon, morning. morning. Who knows? As we recap night one of New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 14. Until then. Always make sure you listen for an apple a day. It's bad recipe, Birdie, love.